Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of Don't Worry Darling. My name is Daniel. I am one of your hosts today and I am joined by my darling Shabazz. Hello Shabazz. Well, that's so sweet of you. I didn't expect it and I <laughs> now I'm a little little thrown off, but but yes. I, but I'm going to recover. Hey, how you doing? Darling, darling, darling? Darling? Oh, you darling as well? Sweetie, uh, are you calling me darling or darling? Well, I'd call you darling because you know I'm I'm more of a southern kind of gal, you know. Oh, I like that. You know, also if you call me like darling, that sounds like a Star Wars character name. It does sound like a Star Wars. It sounds like name. a character that would be in Andor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Dar darling. Oh, he's got darlin. four lightsabers. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> oh, interesting. Okay, nice to meet you, Shay. How are you doing today? You know, I'm doing great. Um, we're we're now in that post Tiff era. This is our first post Tiff film i guess you could say it is yeah it, it felt weird because when i was reading the introduction i was like hold on a second am i missing something am i am i not introducing this properly but yeah, yeah. it's it's a little weird to say things without like the movie podcast at tiff 2022 you know yeah. what i mean it's it's, it's very strange one of the first movies uh, minus the fablemans where we're going back to kind of giving a recommendation on yeah. how you should watch this movie or if you should not watch this movie Right. So if you're new to the movie podcast, hello and welcome. Thank you for being here, part of the show. Uh, we love movies. We love shows. We love everything that tells stories, everything that has, we have good times with. But uh, we don't typically give, you know, a scored review here on the show. And I mean, we don't typically. I mean, we never do it. I don't know why I was, <laughs> was, I, was, there, was I was softening the blow for you. Uh, no, you know, we don't give numbered scores here. We don't give letter grades. We don't give star ratings. We just tell you whether or not we think the movie is worth your time in the theater. We'll say watch it. We'll say add it to your queue. Stream it. Real gem if it really is something special. Or skip it if it's not worth your time. So there's lots of different, you know, ways that we'll wreck a movie a recommend a movie to you so we'll get into all of that and what it all means for don't worry darling at the end of this but as always you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast what feels like every single day now we have an incredible amount of episodes out from the toronto international film festival go check out all of our reviews uh like shay mentioned we have the fablemans we have weird we have the whale we have the bantries of an ashiran uh, glass onion and knives out mystery pearl and so, so many more. Go check out all of those incredible episodes and reviews. We also have a couple of great interviews that are out on the movie podcast feed right now. Uh, you know, we spoke about Andor at the top of this show. We have a bunch of the cast from Star Wars Andor, which is going to be releasing on Disney Plus this week. You can listen to our interviews now and check out our review of the show later today. So if you're listening to this on September 20th in the morning at noon today, we will have our Andor review out for you to listen to. Uh, we also have two very very big interviews that we dropped on the movie podcast feed beginning with Brandon Frazier and screenwriter Samuel D Hunter of the whale. Um, we got to sit down you and I Shay, with Brandon Frazier in a round table with two other outlets and talk to Brandon Frazier, one of our favorite actors growing up into this day uh, about his performance in the whale. You know, we're going to, we're going to get people to go listen to that. What are, what were your, like, how are you feeling post Brendan Fraser, Shay? Uh, you know, I still think about that, that conversation. I can't even call it an interview per se, because I guess it flowed so naturally. It just felt yeah. like a group of people just sitting down, having that kind of discussion. Um, and, and I think about it because of, you know, when it comes to you know, inside baseball here, when it comes to a lot of the things that we do, we typically haven't done a round table and, I was a little hesitant at first because I was like, oh, I don't want to share time with other people because then it, it kind of can find a feel like you're not getting our, we're not getting our message or our point across. But I really did like it because, you know, the people that we were paired with as well, we had Rachel Ho and we had a Steve Norton from Screenfish and Rachel Ho, yep. who's also, you know, doing Exclaim. Um, yep. it, it was, it was great that we had 
almost the same kind of mind meld as to what kind of questions he wanted to ask. And yeah, and, and it I flowed. Think, yeah. And with Brendan as well, he just like, he was just so down to earth. And I think and yeah. it really just like, there was one point where he, I think he even said like, you know, call me whatever you want. As long as you just call me that as long as I know that you're calling yeah. me and I'm like, man, you're Brendan Frazier. Like I wouldn't just call you whatever I want. Like you're Brendan Frazier. Yeah. So it was just, he, yeah. uh, we had an amazing time with that interview, so please go listen to it. You know, we kind of break it down beginning uh, before and after the interview in that episode, so go check it out. Uh, and we also got to do a bunch of different interviews for Raymond and Ray, which is an Apple TV Plus original film that's going to be releasing um, in October on Apple TV Plus, October 21st. Uh, so, you know, I got to speak with the director, Rodrigo Garcia, um, and Shay got to speak with Maribel Verdu and Sophie Okinito, um, which those interviews are going to be coming out in October. Uh, but we did get to talk to the two leads of the film, you, uh, Ewan McGregor and Ethan Hawke. Shay, what was it like being in that room with them? Uh, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> uh, nerve-wracking, but it was only nerve It's like if you ever watched the show Severance, which is Apple TV+, Plus. there's that moment where you're going on the elevator and everything kind of like kicks in. Yeah, Me walking into the hallway and seeing them, like work or the movie podcast, Shay kicked right in. Yeah. And I shook right into that that moment. Thank God. And yeah, I thank spent God. so much money on paying for those implants oh, on you guys. So uh, I'm so sense. glad they're working. That makes sense. That yeah. weird surgery uh, day that we had. I was like, yeah, do you remember that, sur- that, that surgery like uh, getaway we did? Yeah. You're like, hey, Shay, whatever you want is on the house. And I walked out of it yeah. feeling like nothing changed. But no, I, yeah. I walked in the room <laughs> and it, it was just like, it was a blink and you miss it thing. When I, when I rewatched it was, the, yeah. the interview, I was like, Oh my God. Thank God. I was, that's me. I was, I was there. Yeah. And I, and it's I funny look normal. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I, I you look, look normal. normal. I, don't, I don't look crazy yeah. or nervous. Yeah. I remember like when, when they opened the door and they just looked at me, I was like, Oh my God, they, they're seeing into me right now. Yeah. Uh, and then you, you were walking out. I'm like, Oh my God, Shay, like that just happened. Well, yeah. And the weirdest <laughs> part amazing. is like both Ethan and Ewan were like, you know, finger to the throat to you. They're like, right when the door opened, they're like, and I was like, oh, damn it, Daniel, no, I don't know what they, you did. They, they call me in next. Like, <laughs> it's like you're in the principal's office. Like, okay, come in. I'm like, oh, no. Man, we, what do we do? The, your mom's on the phone with us. Why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but go check that out. Honestly, we have a, go. We have such incredible episodes out. Like, I'm, I'm looking at all of our TIFF coverage, and I'm just dumbfounded at all the, you know, the incredible opportunities that we've been blessed to have. Uh, so go check that all out. And I implore you as well, please go follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd at The Movie Podcast. We have clips of everything we're doing. We have posts. We have our announcements that's where you want to want to follow us to stay up to date on everything the movie podcast go check it out go check us out Uh, also i want to implore you uh go join our discord you know as we love to say on the show you know these episodes may end but the conversation doesn't have to stop here. Um, so please go join our Discord. We're having some great conversations. You know, we're going to open up an Andor spoiler room so we could have some great Andor conversations later this week. And we're going to keep the conversations going with She-Hulk, House of the Dragon, the Rings of Power, and so many more. So look forward to all of that. And we're going into a busy movie season again. So we're going to have lots of great conversations in there. You don't want to miss it. But today is all about Don't Worry Darling. This film is directed by Olivia Wilde, and it stars Florence Pugh, Harry Styles, and of course, uh, it will also has a supporting cast of Olivia Wilde, Gemma Chan, Kiki Lane, Nick Kroll, and Chris Pine. This film is going to be releasing exclusively in theaters on September 23rd by Warner Brothers, and I want to say thank you to our friends Warner Brothers Canada for inviting us to watch this review. Now, Shay, you're going to start us off with the synopsis. 
Florence Pugh and Harry Styles star as Alice and Jack Chambers, a young, happy couple in the 1950s living in the seemingly perfect company town of Victory, California, which has been created and paid for by the mysterious company for which Jack works. Curiosity about the nature of her husband's work on the secret Victory Project begins to consume Alice and raise tensions within the community. Excellent. Now, Shay, normally we'll have a third here, but, you know, Anthony is still out doing his severance surgery for the movie podcast. So he's not here to give his first reaction today. Uh, but I would love for you to start us off. This film has been a long time coming. We've been v- looking forward to it very much. Uh, this is Olivia Wilde's also biggest uh, film uh, that I think that of her career oh, so far, you know, wise. after the directed film uh, coming off of Booksmart. Uh, so please start us off with your first reactions to Don't Worry, Darling. You know, I, I loved uh, the trailer for this movie. It's one of those trailers that I kept rewatching because it it really just kind of stuck in my brain. And I love the mystery around the trailer too. It, it it gives you more questions than answers. Now, when it comes to the movie, the same effect occurs, but it's not for the benefit of the film. I left with a lot more questions than I did with answers. And I think that's kind of where this movie struggled for me. But let me talk about the positives first. Uh, yeah, let's do it. I love the cast. I absolutely love Florence Pugh. I think, you know, she when 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 she shows up on set, when she shows up to do a film, no matter what it is, she's giving it all. And you see it in her acting, you see it in her mannerisms, you see it in everything that she does. She completely brings herself to the character. Uh Chris Pine, Gemma Chan, all of these fantastic, fantastic actors. I think the weak link for me might have been Harry Styles. I think um he he's he he looks the part. I think he blended into the fifties really well, but I think his acting still isn't as strong. And when you have someone like Harry Styles paired against Florence Pugh, the, you have someone who's really fucking good at their job, just kind of like trying to carry along Harry. I think Harry does a decent job, but it, it never made me go like, oh, I get it. I get why they are paired together right now because you, when you see Chris Pine and Gemma Chan, even though they're not in the movie a lot, they're subtle behavior really complements each other and you get yes. why they're a couple it, it, it yeah just, you, it you definitely in. see that they do um, and and i think that's the thing right like florence Pugh and it, it, florence Pugh is like the next great movie star she's 100%. she is phenomenal Golden era she really. is she is just so amazing and everything that she's in so when you pair her next to anyone she's going to outshine them as, as you said shay yeah. but i think especially with harry styles who i think this is his first real like heavy hitting lead role i don't think he has the gravitas i don't think he has the the acting prowess as everyone else does in this film and for a film that rests so much on this couple's shoulders i think florence Pugh takes the brunt of that mm-hmm. and she carries this movie throughout right right now the the issues that i kind of have with this film is you know the film clocks in about two hours long but but the but the issue that I really served with it was it 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 takes way too long to get to what the point of it is. You're constantly seeing the same imagery. You're constantly seeing the same trauma that Florence is carrying throughout the movie. And while you know it's all fun and games for the for the illusions that you're kind of seeing and, and just the beauty on the screen, you're kind of just wondering like what is the point? Where are we going with this? When right. can we get to an understanding of what's going on? Because if you're saving everything until the very end, that ending better hit, or else yeah, that I reveal feel like better be time. worth it. Right. And, and the thing is, it didn't. It, it, in fact, all it kept doing was I think it was trying to make it up as it went along. Like it tried to 
plug the holes of of, of a ship that might have been sinking a little bit because you're kind of left with a lot more questions. Like, well, why did this happen? Why was this necessary? Why did we have to see a scene of this? And you're just waiting for what makes sense. And the movie at no point makes sense. It it just it just feels very silly. It feels kind of grand. It feels like it's trying to be smarter than it is. And I, and that really bothered me because I never felt fulfilled at any point. I loved watching. Right. I love watching the actors. But truthfully, if I want to watch a great Florence Pugh performance, I'd maybe rather go watch Little Woman or Midsummer or something where everything around the film also encompasses the acting and, and is graced by the acting. Right. You know, that that's a great point that you bring up, Shay, because this movie introduces a lot of ideas um, very late in the game. And I would say it's the last, I would say the last act of this film that we're really getting the revelations, we're really getting the reveals. Uh, but you're like, this is too little too late you're introducing ideas that weren't uh, weren't set up before you're making out you you know we have characters making accusations that weren't really ever referenced or you know kind of thought out earlier in the movie so when things are being revealed or things are you know tensions are rising you're like hold on when was this established or why did why is this being introduced now what is this idea and it really pulls you out because you know we haven't spoken about this in a while but you know in a lot of our reviews for films i would say last year or um or the years years previously we would talk about like you know this movie's making me question the reality of its worlds you know i always use the example you know i never question in the mcu and i'm using the mcu because it's a it's an easy franchise to grasp at i never questioned seeing iron man fly you see him fly you believe it they've made you believe that that is something in that world when thanos came to earth years later after watching iron man i'm like i understand what's going on here this has been established this has been set up and again, I'm using Marvel just because it's the quickest reference I could I could grab. I think, I just I think don't another want to, great reference, sorry to cut you off there, Daniel. I think another great reference yeah. is, is Inception, you know, like where again yeah. you believe it. It makes sense. You're you're giving you're giving me the sense. rules. You're you're telling me the rules of your worlds abide by them right where this movie it felt like we are introducing so many different concepts so many different ideas that by the end of this film you're the more you think about it the more you're unspooling it and you just keep unspooling and you keep pulling that thread pulling that thread pulling that thread pulling that thread and then it leads to no answers and the the ending of this film right as things are still really starting to cook and really starting to heat up and be like yes okay we're going somewhere it abruptly ends and i'm like it's that's that's perplexed me this is a very perplexing ending again we're not spoiling anything but the last i would say 30 percent of this film the last act of this movie really is just very very oddly put together because it felt like it's trying to accommodate for time that was lost in the beginning where yes florence Pugh's putting on a clinic acting wise she's phenomenal but it's not enough to just kind of dwell in her trauma and dwell in her performance of something doesn't feel right. No one believes me because we dwell on that rather than her being explorative or, you know, being investigative of what's happening. It's all very surface level. And I just wish that it really felt smarter. I think I wish it was deeper um, than what it ended up actually being, because if anyone who watches a trailer and you're seeing something like this, I feel like you'll be able to piece together what's going on in this movie. And then they give you some more explanations. You're like, okay, this is, this is weird that See, you've decided I, to go this route. I I I I, I agree with you uh, within a certain you know believability there. Like yeah, like you can, dude. You don't believe me a hundred percent. Some friend I, you are. I'm, I'm I'm like I'm right there with you, Daniel. Like where your heads at. I'm starting uh, to worry, darling. <laughs> but like you you can you can kind of piece together what this movie's about. But then when you actually find out what it's really about, I think 
it felt like a wet balloon. I was just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that. So that is what it's about. But it's even sillier than I thought it would be. Yeah. And now you've introduced more. You've introduced more plot devices into a film that already was taking so long with just every scene was just Florence Pugh, like acting by herself. And then eventually yeah. it's like, Oh yeah, we have a story to tell as well, but let's, yeah. let, we'll get to that. But I do want to say though, um, you, cause you mentioned them earlier, Chris Pine, he is so handsome. He is so yeah. cunning. He's so charismatic. It's a damn crime that he was not in this film more oh. as was Gemma Chan. She is yep. so great. They are such a wonderful pair together. They have like this, this essence to them. Yeah. And I love it because they're just so alluring when they're on screen. Absolutely. You're just like, my God, I just want to look at you guys. I want to, you, you guys are playing your role so damn well. I just wish that we got to live with you guys longer. Cause as much as it's as, as great as the Florence Pugh show is, it's not enough to really, you know, to to take you where it's not enough gasoline to take you where this movie's going. No, because right? because Florence is, is putting on a great show in the sense of like she's confused, she's she's going through hysteria, and you're like, oh my god, yeah. this is crazy. But what Chris and Gemma were doing was this almost question mark sinister evil that you're like, yeah, are you guys bad? Are you guys good? Like what? is this what are we like what is what does florence seeing you guys that we're not seeing or or, or vice yeah. versa and, and i wish we were let in on it right i wish we were let in yeah. uh, behind the secret a bit more because when it comes to the, the ending of this film the last act and you know the revelations are being shown and the twists are being turned you're just like oh when was this established yeah. what is this and why, it felt like this why movie, are you telling us now with, you know i felt like you know, don't worry, darling, or this film was so in love with its concept. It was so in love with the idea of itself that it got lost in itself along mm-hmm. the way. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it really starts to crumble on its under its own vision. Exactly that. Shay, let's get to our final recommendations for this film. I'm going to get you to start us off. I think this movie is going to do well in, in the sense that um, box office wise, it has the people to draw you in. Yeah. Um, Great cast. You know, there's great supporting cast in this too. Nick Kroll um, is great in this too. Again, very sparingly used, right? Very sparingly used. But but to be honest with you, I, I didn't enjoy my time with this movie in the sense that I wanted to. There's, there's elements that I did enjoy, but overall, I'd say skip it. Got you. You know, I'm right there with you. I think there's so much in this movie that... Um, I really like the idea of this film. I love the concept of this movie. And again, Chris Pine and Florence Pugh are fantastic in it. Um, but that's going to, your mileage, your mileage will vary for that because that's like, for me personally, that's not enough for me to warrant another watch of this movie throughout my time while watching. I'm like, this is going to be a big date night movie. And I see a lot of couples going to watch this as well too. I see a lot of Harry Styles fans going to go watch it. And I see a lot of people wanting to watch it uh, just because everything's surrounding the movie. But I, I think for myself, it's a skip it for me. You know, like there's cool ideas, like I said, but it's not one that I'm really going to remember much after today. So yeah, it's a skip it for me. Unfortunately, it's too bad because it was one I know we were looking forward to as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, please. Thank you so much for listening to the movie podcast review of don't worry, darling. As always, you can catch a new episode of our show throughout the week. Lots of episodes, lots of interviews and lots of reviews coming your way. Uh, please check out all of our incredible TIFF coverage, uh, as well as our interviews with Ewan McGregor, Ethan Hawke and Brendan Fraser and lots more coming we have our andor interviews out now we have our andor review coming and we have maybe another uh you know some special guests joining us later this week that you'll be able to see very very soon so please follow us at the movie podcast on instagram twitter tiktok and letterbox join us on join us on discord and check out our show notes for all of those links and more that was this time with the movie podcast and we'll see you next (laughs) 